I couldn't imagine helping with homework at this point in my life. I'm just, dude, it's just, I don't even know. <laughs> because it, the problem is, I think the child expects me to know exactly what the teacher wanted when I'm not actually in the classroom. So I'm like, how am I supposed to know right. that you didn't get enough instructions from the teacher about what they're looking for? So that's the biggest problem. But On top of it, you haven't done some of this stuff in like 20 years. Well, I mean, it was, this was just graphing. It was a, it was a trend line. And I'm like, oh. well, does she want a scatter graph? Does she want a bar graph? A pie graph? I mean, what kind of? He's, I don't know. I don't know what they want. <laughs> I'm like, well, I can't help you. I'm sorry. But then we uh, we tried some stuff on Google Docs just to make it look like he kind of knew what he knew, <laughs> was doing. <laughs> so as long as you can make it, <laughs> fake it till you make it, kid. That's all I gotta say. Oh yeah. So. So, how's it been? How you doing? Oh, finally recovered from traveling. Yeah, you've been on vacation for like three weeks in a row, two weeks in a row, something like that? Um, So, we recorded the last episode, and I edited it and posted it from Washington, D.C. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you went out to Washington, and then where were you this last week? Um, the, So, the following... So, I was gone for that weekend. I left Friday morning, came back Sunday morning. And the following yeah. Friday... We all hopped in the car and headed back to D.C. by way of Cincinnati, Hershey, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Baltimore, then to D.C., and then Cincinnati on the way back. So we were gone for eight days. That's a lot of driving, too. That's, yeah, not, that's not a short drive at all. No, and, and so we drove to Cleveland on Friday, saw a baseball game Saturday, Drove to Hershey and then to Philadelphia for a ball game on Sunday. We're in Baltimore Monday night for the baseball game mm-hmm. and then stayed in D.C. for a couple of days and drove back. The, the, oh goal, the goal was to watch some baseball, and we did that. Uh-huh. Good. No, that's we, a good. That's good. We were actually supposed to hit a game in Cincinnati, too. We looked mm-hmm. at the schedule, and it said they were home, so we're like, oh, awesome. So we go to buy all the tickets and find out it's the Field of Dreams game. Oh, okay. So they yeah. they had a home game, but they weren't home. Correct. Yeah, they weren't actually where they're supposed to be. Yeah, no. So that sucked for us. But. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. That's an awesome little trip that you took. Did you actually get to do, like, in Philadelphia, you go downtown and, like, see the Liberty Bell and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, we did um, in, uh, Independence Hall and the Liberty Bell after the game mm-hmm. and then drove back to Hershey. And then that, in Hershey, did you do uh, the Hershey Factory and all that stuff? Yeah, we did uh, Chocolate World. It's like their big area for attracting people. They also have an amusement park, but we didn't do that. We yeah. did a tour of the city, and they give you all the information on the Hershey family and what they did for the town, and it, it was really cool. Cool. And then what about D.C.? You get to go to the mall and do all that stuff, see the Washington Monument? We've, we've done all that stuff, and the purpose of us going was my buddy Scott, who works for the White House, got us a tour. Gotcha. So, it, I mean, it was a public tour, but you have to get on a list to get it. And gotcha. we get there for it, and we get in line, and we get up to the gate, and we can't go in. They're doing a bill signing, so they canceled all public tours that day. Oh, okay. Okay, well, so, cool. I at least I got to do the tour myself. The when I went the weekend before. Yeah, yeah, I saw you posted a picture. You said you crop dusted somewhere <laughs> important. I can't remember where it was, but you said you crop dusted something. <laughs> the Oval Office. Ah, the Oval Office. Ah, the most most ovalest of offices. Yes. <laughs> well, let's see. I'm trying to think of what I did while you were gone. 
It's just been a whirlwind. Because are you are your kids back in school? Nope, they start Monday. Start on Monday. Yeah, we we, we uh the boy had orientation the week before for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm. And then they've all been back in school since uh, Tuesday of this week. Yeah. They uh, started on, but all, all the kids went back on Tuesday and it's just been a whirlwind of getting them ready to go and adjusting to sleep schedules that are appropriate for going back to school. <laughs> Cause they're, that was brutal this week as far as not, not getting the amount of sleep they need to get. So, so we've started that this week where they've gradually gone to bed a little bit earlier and gotten up a little bit earlier. We did the same. We just didn't help. <laughs> They'd yeah. go to bed and be like, I'm not tired. I've been sleeping. One, one of them said, I've been sitting in my bed since 8.30 and I still can't sleep and it's 3 in the morning or something. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, well, you're staying in there. <laughs> you're coming out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been a, so it's been a week. It's been a week to say the least. But um, yeah, no, that's 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 all that's been going on in my end of things. So that's, that's good. Yeah. Went to a couple ball games here in town. Um, what's funny though is I left early before they won like last minute like I went to the Yankees game on Friday uh, yeah. when they were in town <laughs> it was a it was zero zero. we left at the top of the eighth we're like it's just we were just it was so hot yeah. it was just so really hot and we're just I'm just done and then of course they win in like the ninth inning I was like great alright missed it <laughs> I think oh eighth or ninth bottom of the other board bottom I can't remember yeah and then we were there again on uh, Tuesday for the first game against the Rockies and <laughs> we left because again, it was a school night. So they had to get yeah. back for, to go to bed at a decent time for that. And we left at the bottom of the seventh. We left <laughs> and it was a walk-off hit by pitch win. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Missing all the exciting stuff. But at least that one wasn't too exciting. I guess hit by pitch is not a great way to end the game, but I've seen worse. Hey, well, yeah, I've seen a walk-off bulk. Yeah. See, exactly. So, um, yeah, other than that, just a lot of just getting back into the swing of th- getting to the swing of thing. You know, the routine, the school routine. Ugh, not a fan of the school routine. No, <laughs> it's very either. exhausting because it's a, it just feels like a sprint from the moment you wake up until you finally just pass out at night. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah, but at the same time, you have the structure of the day once they get back in the habit of it, and that yeah. that makes it a lot easier around here. Correct. Yeah. Well, we, the problem is we haven't gotten into like activities yet. You know, like. Uh, I think we're gonna be doing singing lessons for the littlest one, and then we got um, dance coming up for the middle one, and then the boy—he's got a whole bunch of activities or clubs he's gonna sign up for. It starts next week to start signing up for stuff. So once those get going, good lord, we'll have to see how that all works out. But yeah, yeah, we're going through the same thing because uh, swimming's done, but Will has started up soccer right away. Madeline, oh boy, <laughs> Madeline's fall softball is supposed to be starting soon, but she's also doing cross country through school. Ooh, okay, so. yeah. And then Kaylee's just doing art, so that she's the easy <laughs> one. Exactly, right? Yeah. That's the one like, thank you. Thank you for being simple. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a there's a little catch up between just personal stuff, I guess. It's always nice to see what's going on. Yeah. So what did you have on the uh, docket for the evening? Well, first off, you got do you have a beer tonight? I do not. No, I'm uh I'm going to stay. I'm only trying to drink on the weekend if anything these days. Um, I started working out again actually, so right. trying to cut carbs as much as possible with that and yeah. uh, do some cardio and some light lifting. Just I'm not going to go too heavy on the lifting, I don't think, but just to get back. I gained too much weight back from when I had a big loss. I, I went down really far, um, almost lower than I've ever been, and then. 
stopped for a little bit. And it's funny how fast it can come back. Yes. It's funny how weight comes back, but to lose it takes forever. So I'm like, that's just not fair. Yeah. <laughs> and just... heavy weights make it hard to lose weight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to bulk up too much, but get some, get some decent looking tone and hopefully trim some of the fat back off. But, um, God, just, it's frustrating, man. It's, it's a, it's a battle. Your whole life, right? Your whole life you've been battling. It's just like, oh, I just want to get rid of this freaking weight. It's yep. Just, so, yeah, no, back at it. Back at it. Try, I've been two days in a row now. Um, so just, you know, got to start somewhere. Yeah. But at least I didn't do the annoying, it's, you know, January. And it's my new, or whatever, it's my new resolution. I'll be the first person at the gym kind of thing. Uh, as, as the person that goes to the gym all year, that is the worst period. Yeah, yeah. Because no. you get the new people that don't know what they're doing, taking up the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily I go to our rec center and there's no one there barely ever. I mean, yeah. uh, there's one little lady, there's nobody there last night and one other person there today. And then, uh, yeah, no, I, I take uh, a couple of the kids with me and then uh, I, I lift and I do some cardio. Uh, the rowing machines really help. I love the rowing machine. Yeah. It's awesome. That works out everything. It does. <laughs> you're like, I can't imagine actually being on real water, having to do this for a really long period of time. <laughs> That'd be and, really hard. <laughs> and you get a good workout from only doing it for like five minutes. For real. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I do that. And then I go play basketball for a little bit after that, just to have fun. Just, I got to do something fun because just lifting and doing some cardio just doesn't, that's not fun. I hate it, but it, I know it's important. So. Oh, I, I love and, doing it. And then just going on walks around the neighborhood just doesn't seem to be cutting it. So I got I felt like I needed to ramp it up just a little bit. So we'll yeah. see how it goes. We'll see how dedicated. Maybe I'll just do it and I'll be like, oh, I'm never doing this again. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how because usually it's like what it's not the first or second day you're sore. It's those those following days. Let's see how sore I am from that. Yeah. <laughs> at, at least two days after you lift for the first time, you're sore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, we'll see. I took off all last week and I'm I'm already pretty sore just from taking a week off. See, yeah. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But no, not drinking anything. Uh I don't even think I have anything interesting to drink. I always got my crappy bush light if I were to drink anything in the house, but I don't have anything fun. So, but what do you got? All right. I got Old Bust Head Brewing Company. It's their Graffiti House IPA. They are in Virginia. My buddy Scott picked up, picked it up for me and then brought it back. Okay. So I picked up quite a bit of beer over there. So <laughs> Half the trunk? <laughs> yeah. No, not that much. No, but, no I'm stealing. But I'm kind of doing the same thing. I When I'm podcasting on Thursday night, I'll have a beer or two, Friday, Saturday, and then I try not to the rest of the week for, for the yeah. same reasons. Yeah, just trying to cut back on it. And just, I don't, it's not like I was drinking a whole lot to begin with, you know, but it's just, I really, it's just as I get older, I'm noticing every little bit helps just because how much harder it is as the older we get, how much harder it is to lose the weight. So, yeah. And I found if I have three or more beers and then try to get up in the morning, I just drag. So, yeah. And I try to use a, I've been listening to a, a podcast now. Uh, I think I talked about last time we were together, two bears, one cave. Was yeah. I talking to you about that one? Yeah. yeah so, so. Been, and they talk so much about working out because they do it because they're in front of crowds. They don't want to look sloppy on DVD and in front of crowds and stuff like that. It's, it's funny how easy it is to, mo- to have that help be a motivation factor of just having other people talk about it, about a good, healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Especially when they're just a little bit older than how, you know, how old we are kind of thing. And just saying, hey, it keeps getting harder and harder the older you get. Um, stay in good shape. And then, uh, 
Yeah, you know, and uh, I use the other motivating factor. I heard one person say it. I don't know where I saw it, but it's just like, do you want somebody else walking your daughter down the aisle kind of thing? That's just, yeah. that hits home hardcore. So I'm like, yeah, no, I want to be better about it. And, uh, you know, also be a good example to kids going, hey, just don't be lazy. Sit around the house. You need to get out and get, be active and stuff like that. So, yeah. That, and that's the reason I got into it all like 11 years ago, lifting and yeah. working out. My dad lived till he was 63. His dad lived till he was 63. They both yeah. started late, so they missed a lot of their kids' stuff. Yeah. I've started earlier, but I want to be around longer, too. Same. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, just trying to get a little bit more active like I needed to. So, but that's okay. I feel swole already. I'm feeling swole, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's just with some light lifting, right? Yeah. 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 So, that's no, no, nothing drinking and uh, just trying to be a little bit healthier. That's all. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. All right. So I guess the big thing is all the changes with Warner Discovery or Discovery Warner, whatever they're calling themselves. Yeah, we didn't, did we not touch on that at all last time? Not really. We sure. talked a little bit about how there was no presence of DC at San Diego. At Comic-Con. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's good. And this is a good, yeah, good jumping back on point to just to discuss that a little bit because that's, that's super disappointing. Um, uh, yeah, I, I know you're, I, I love DC. I just love DC comics. I really do. I love the comics and the movies are just so disappointing. Um, when they can't keep up pace with how good the books are and even the books I've been here, but if you go on Reddit a lot, the, the DC community is just at their wits end with whatever they're trying to do over there. Um, it just seems like a, uh, a ship without a captain right now, Yeah, you know, it, and, and it needs, a Joe Casada in charge. It needs uh, uh, um, uh, is it Alex Alonzo was his name. Am I thinking the right name? That yeah, yeah, he was uh, Axel, uh, Axel Axel Alonzo. Yeah, someone that's that you know that you're familiar with as a writer or artist, but also can keep the business side of things going. And it just seems like they didn't miss a beat when they transferred power from one editor in chief to another editor in chief. Yeah, and ever since you had the big, everyone hated Dan Didito, Didio, how you pronounce his name. Yeah, um, no one seemed to like him. Um, you try to give Jeff Johns the reins a little bit. He wasn't editor in chief, but it seemed like he had full reign on everything. It was kind of the creative force behind everything. Yeah. Jim Lee is not, I don't think he's, is he editor in chief? I don't think he's editor in chief. I don't believe. I, I don't think so. I don't know who editor in chief is right now over there, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but like you have, like you said, Jeff Johns, but he got his name dragged through the mud with the Justice League fiasco. Yeah. So I, I, they're probably going to try to distance themselves a little bit from him having more control. Um, yeah, and, here, and here's the funny thing. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but yeah, yeah. I wanted to drop the name. Uh, Marie Javins has been the editor-in-chief over at DC since 2020. That's a problem. Where Isn't it funny that you and I could just rattle off real quick? Yeah. Uh, who the editor-in-chief was over at Marvel? Yeah. Versus we can't even tell you who that. Because we don't – it seems – and that's why I'm trying to get back to that point. We don't know who's in charge. And if you don't have someone that really has their uh, – a good grasp on what's going on on your comic book side. That's why people are complaining. Cause it seems like they have so much pressure from the AT and T stuff yeah. for sales, I guess. And it's basically, they're like, just put a Batman, slap a Batman label on every book and it'll sell because it's Batman. How hot that, and that seems like they, that's the only product they care about. And I get it from a sales standpoint, you want to sell what sells. Right. Yeah. But, but then you get to yeah. the point where you're oversaturating the market with the character mm -hmm. and, that yeah. your your sales are spread over so many books it, it doesn't look like they're really selling yeah. that well because that was the biggest problem when they did new 52 
it was just too many books. Yeah. There was way too many. No, who could buy that many books a month? You know what I mean? Well, and they so, also took core characters and kind of changed them. Yeah, the new five-year thing, which, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's funny enough you say Batman. Batman was really the only really great thing about the new 52 that I enjoyed a lot. I, I, yeah. The, the Flash was okay. Some Flash stuff was okay. I mean, the Green Lantern stuff was fun. Um, but Superman was meh. It yeah. was hit and miss, I guess. Not till, until the end. Once they jumped, they, when they jumped from going from New 52 right into Rebirth, that, that Superman little run right there at the end was pretty fun. Yeah. But, um, I guess my point, like, I think what you wanted to really get to was I wanted to start with the comics to kind of re- reiterate what we talked about with Comic-Con, how it turned into more Entertainment Con versus Comic-Con. Right. No presence of a DC comic thing at there, except for you said Jim Lee was there, but really what else could we really find about it? Yeah, there There's wasn't. There's hardly anything. No big announcements so then, or anything. And then that leads us into the Warner Brothers DC movie verse is what we'll call it now because DC EU is flatlined. That thing is dead, right? Yes. Yeah, and, and even the non DC EU stuff is seem yeah. seemingly going by the wayside too. Right. And it's and I guess it all comes down to leadership is what I was trying to get to. That's the big yes. Kind of come back, circle back around to go. If your comics don't have leadership and your creative team doesn't have leadership on the movie or on TV side, this is why it's just a hot mess. And it's sad that it's a hot mess and why it's it has such a rich history and it has arguably the biggest two comic characters in history. And yeah. they still can't get it right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they just can't get it right. Because I guess your Matt Reeves Batman verse or whatever you want to call it for his thing. How, again, are you a huge fan of it? Have you gone back to revisit since it was dropped on yeah. HBO, yeah, I have rewatched does it. it. Does, it, does it hold up for you? Are you, can, it, can you? It did. I and I really enjoyed it the second time. Um, it was more background noise while I was working, okay. But it kept pulling me back in, like watching parts of it. And we and the, we just rewatched the Nolan trilogy. Mm-hmm. God, and those hold up so well. They do. Yeah, we did the same. It's funny you said that. Well, we watched. Uh, Be- we, I'm sorry. We watched Dark Knight and Rises. Then we watched those two. We didn't watch Batman Begins, but we watched uh, the other two. They do hold up. Yeah. But um, it's just with everything in the news, it's just all bad news. Everything's bad. You're getting a bad taste in your mouth for DC. They don't know what they're going to do with the. Because I guess what is Warner's really because Discovery. It's Discovery now. So I guess does Discovery Channel own HBO now? They. They Discovery merged with Warner, so like okay. the company is Discovery Warner, I think might be Warner Discovery. Okay. I don't remember for sure, but the head of Discovery is now over all the Warner stuff too. So he's okay, going so in and and he's um, he's going in and he's kind of yeah, trimming uh, the fat David, a lot. David Zaslav, yes, that name sound familiar? Okay, yep. and, and so. He's like, HBO Max doesn't make us money like the theater, so stuff on HBO Max is getting cut. So Batgirl, dead. Yeah. The Wonder Twins, eh, who cares? Um, they had a... What about, what about Blue Beetle? Did that get shelved? No, that is still going. Oh, okay. So um, they were going to do a Strange Tales anthology series. So okay. I don't know if you listened to the most recent Hollywood Babylon, but Kevin Smith was talking about it. He wrote an episode. Uh, it's a Bizarro episode. Okay. And it sounded really, really cool. Um, he had freedom to do a lot of what he wanted. Um, and they were about to go into filming, and he got a call saying, All right, they, they killed the whole show. Killed it. Just killed it. Yeah. Wow. 
And so, I mean, something like Batgirl, they've already started working on. I don't know if it's it was if it was yeah. done, but they just it's it's well. Did I I thought I'd read somewhere they'd already, they'd already spent ninety million dollars on it, or was that just the budget? And they actually hadn't spent that much. I don't I I know they filmed some of it. I don't know if they finished. I the, there was a meme out there. I think I sent it to you about uh, Batgirl having the longest uh, director's cut that's never been released at ninety minutes. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So. so. Were, but, were you really excited about Batgirl? To be honest with you, yeah, I, I I was excited to see it because it's a character we haven't seen explored yet in the film side yeah. since Alicia Silverstone at least. Yeah, um, true. But does she even really count? Because that's not Barbara Gordon or any of the yeah. other characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but I think we could have gotten an interesting story from it and something that would have been a little different. And I think Marvel's proved that different characters can still have good movies. Like no one expected anything from guardians of the galaxy or Shang Chi. Yeah. So, so they said the ones that are safe right now are peacemaker and all the stuff that James Gunn is working on. Cause apparently I think he has like two other shows. Yeah. Um, blue beetles safe Joker two, um, Aquaman two, since it's done, they're just waiting to release it next year. Um, and then the green lantern show is still supposed to be going. Really? Yeah. Huh. And then on the on the dead well, is that, side, is that, live, is that supposed to be live action? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Okay. And I think it's any of this makes sense though. Why keep Blue Beetle around but not Batgirl? You know, why keep because yeah, why keep moving forward with you know? Uh, I, I I just don't get you know cutting a whole bunch of stuff. And saying HBO doesn't do anything for you, but I'm like, but you don't know that. That's where you put all your more experimental things, yeah. just to see if they see if they land. Yeah. But if they, if they don't, it's no, it's no big deal because people are still going to be subscribed to your your platform for other reasons. There's other things on that platform people are going to be you know have that around for. So, but the platform's going to be changing as well. Yeah. So um, they're gonna they're gonna pare down a lot of what's on there. So they've already announced like twenty something Cartoon Network shows that are getting cut off, um, hmm. but a bunch of their original. Where, where, where live? What I don't I don't know. Wow, um, a lot of their original programming is going to go away. Um, I don't remember exactly the titles. There weren't anything I really paid attention to. Okay, but the, like the animated stuff, the cartoon stuff, that's gotta be really low budget for them. Like, it shouldn't cost that much to just how just have the library because that's the whole point of having your streaming service to have a library of yeah. content that people can go to. Yeah, just it can be there whenever they want it. So yeah, I I have no clue. It doesn't make any sense to me because why cut out a bunch of this stuff and then people are gonna end up being like, well, it's not worth having the subscription anymore. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I mean things like. Titans and Doom Patrol are on the chopping block right now too. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, but those looked up, well, they're still warm because I they they're airing uh, Titans over on TNT. Even, yeah, they you are. Know, which I'm not a TNT show by any means, but um, interesting. So that makes you wonder. It, does it almost make sense that you just need we would just need Warners to just sell off, just sell it, sell off DC, sell yeah. it, get rid of it. Yeah. But I guess that I, I'm guessing Batman makes them too much money. They don't want to lose the Batman money. Yeah, it's all they said they make more from the licensing rights than anything else. Yeah. So for Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Yeah. 
it's sad, man. It's it's just super sad that you know everyone got because what was it called the D, just DC only was it DC Universe or something like that? Yeah, it was a, it streamed. It had like a daily show of just DC stuff. Yeah, and it it was an interesting experiment to be honest with you. Yeah. I, um, Marvel didn't have to do anything like that because the, Disney Plus is that same thing. So then when they you know merge the DC stuff and just put it on HBO, that's where that was the perfect place for it. It it's, was it was just a little add on. That's all it really was. And Warner could look at what Disney's done and try to mimic it. I mean, their TV shows are successful. They might not all be well received, but people are watching yeah. them. It's keeping subscriptions. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And there's there's always another show to keep you around. You yeah. know, I'm not gonna cancel because Ms. Marvel just ended not too long ago. And why would I cancel when you're gonna ramp me up with She Hawk like a week or two later, right? right. How how long has Ms. Marvel been done for? Uh, a couple weeks. Okay. But, but like I said, like like I said, so yeah. a couple weeks. And She Hawk just started was are we going one episode or are we two episodes in now? One episode. It came out today. It came it just came out today. Okay. Yeah. So it's just it's it's sad because I mean okay, let, I, what I really want to get to of course is the Flash movie. Yes. That's that, that's the best thing to talk about because how much of a train wreck. It's it's more entertaining to have the train wreck than to see the actual movie at this point. Yeah, <laughs> because I don't think there's a way to salvage that movie. Do you, unless they want to just recast and redo it? That, which how much would that cost? You know. Well, yeah, and how much have they already spent on it? Uh, who knows. The, the, so that th- that thing can't ever see the light of day, you'd think, right? Or are they going to be stupid enough to say, let's just give this enough time where people start to forget about how much of a piece of shit Ezra Miller is, and see, then you, you we'll release it after a long time? You won't be able to do that, though, because as when it comes out and they do the media tour for it, your star is not going to be able to tour because he's a piece of crap. <laughs> that no one wants to talk to? Right. Although I think didn't he come out just yesterday with like a public apology of some kind, saying something about mental health or something? I don't know. Do, does anyone really care at this point? I think the court of public opinion has already stated how much we're not a fan of Ezra Miller now. Yeah. What a what an idiot! Right? Yes. You had the you you, you had the ability to just you know. Hold on one second. Oh my God. I'm recording. What? <laughs> Good night. Say good night. You're supposed to be going to school, and you have your Freddy Krueger claws. I see. Oh my god! Every time, every podcast. This is why I'm like. Oh my god. Anyway, where was I? I don't remember where I was at. Talking Flash. Flash. Okay. Go. Go. I know. Go. Here, this one too. Love you. Good night. Go to bed. Go. You have to do some editing on this one. All right. Go. Oh, every time. I swear to God. Um, Flash. Let's see. Well, I don't even remember my my my, my thoughts now. Uh, we were talking about how 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 can you release it? Yeah, I don't think you can. I don't think you can do it. I just don't think it can be done at this point. I, I think, think you I, just scrap I, it and you start. You got to start fresh. I think you're gonna have to recast everybody. You're as far as we're gonna try for a universe. Go go ahead, get the new Superman. Go get your new Wonder Woman. Go get everybody new. Go. I, I think I mentioned it last time, but someone said to uh, just put Tignataro's face over his body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you said that. Yeah. But no, not even this. Scrap the whole idea, whatever that movie was, or if anything, 
before you kill HBO, the DC portion of HBO, because I guess it's, is that what's going to happen? They're just getting rid of all of DC from HBO. I don't. I really have no clue. Hmm. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if that happened, but why would you want to get rid well, here, of some here's of that the stuff? Thing. If you're if you're a smart business person, right? Mm-hmm. You've got all this bad publicity, which they always say there's no such thing as bad. Any publicity is good publicity, even bad, right? Yeah. You let the non, you let whatever was happening cool off for a long time, and you go, you know what? The movie's already done. The fans want to see a Flash movie. Here's the Flash movie, or or is that, or is he such a bad? Does he leave such a bad taste in everyone's mouth as far as um, being just a big giant piece of shit that he is? Do you just never let it see the light of day? I think you might want to just get the bad publicity and go, you know what? For shock value, you know, yeah. if you want to call it that. Drop it on HBO and go. Here's what here's what would have come out and I, see what happens. I mean, you have that platform to do it, and it, people aren't going to cancel their subscription because you put the movie out there on that. that. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Or will people? Will there be such an outcry because of the cancel culture that we live in now? Right? Because he's going to be canceled. Or he should. Or is he already canceled? Do we want to consider him a canceled uh, star now. I don't think he's ever going to work again. So yeah. He I don't do- know if I could ever say that about anybody now, though. No, you know, no. Kevin Spacey hasn't come back, but he was retired at that point anyway, to be honest with you. Cause look how old he was. Oh, he was still him, doing him, house him, of cards. Correct. But at his age. Yeah. Him oh yeah. Away is not a big deal. Right. Right. Him not stepping away. I guess is Brian Singer canceled. He's never going to work again. I don't know. He hasn't worked on anything since what the queen movie. I guess. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there's been anything. So I don't know, but him stepping away, how much money did he make? He's probably fine, right? But Ezra Miller's really young. Yeah. Like, he's still like a 20-something-year-old kid, right? So yeah. he's going to be like, I need to make money somehow, right? So maybe he'll just have to go through the apology tour. And there's more to the story, which I don't know. if is there is there more to the story? I don't know too many details about what the hell is going on with this guy, to be honest with you. So all, all I heard was the word grooming. And if, as soon as you hear the word grooming these days, yeah, you're done. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're done. I don't know how you can come back from that. Well, but, he's what been arrested twice in Hawaii, once for choking a fan and then once for breaking into somebody's house and holding them yeah. hostage, hostage or something. Like yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And then the grooming stuff. And then there was well, something else. Here's the thing. Robert Downey Jr. Came back. Yeah. So, I, uh, Things are possible. Yeah. I get. And if there's an, a way to spin his story to make him the victim. Yeah. A PR group will get paid a lot of money to do. He'll, he'll pay someone, a marketing group, a PR group, managers, you know, agents to say, I need you to recreate me somehow to show that I am reformed. He'll be back at some point. So I think a better uh, comparison would be Rob Lowe. Cause he slept with underage girls and what the, 90s and got in trouble for it and disappeared for a while and he came back. I never knew that happened. You're telling me stuff I never heard before. Oh yeah, I no really, that was a big deal. I never, I had no clue. <laughs> I'm not up to date on my Rob Lowe trip. Go look up the roast of Rob Lowe and they go into it quite a bit. Really, yeah. Ugh, gross. That's so disgusting. Yeah, but but I mean, he came back and he did direct TV commercials and he was on parks and rec and he, he rebounded from it. So it's just with, with, with time, as long as you let enough time pass, I guess people just stop caring enough Yeah, in the court of public opinion. So 
I don't know. I don't know how much time you need to let go to let this Flash movie actually see the light of day. But if it's already done, which I have to believe it is, right? Yeah, it is. It's done. Because I think it was supposed um, to have been released already. And they just, yeah, they postponed because all his shenanigans. Well, um, and they kept pushing. I mean, they pushed Aquaman back too. So I, I think they were pushing it back anyway. But this stuff has just made it kind of the point where they don't even have a date for it. So but here's the, flip, the here's the flip side of it. Okay. You have Michael Keaton in it, and how many people are dying to see him as Batman again? Yeah, a lot. So yeah, that, was a bit, that was one of the big selling points. And that's going to be something that will still be a selling point. People will be like, yeah, it's got this piece of shit in it, but yeah. we we get to see Michael Keaton again. So I'll go, I'll go to the theater to see it. How much do you think it would cost to recast and oh, redo it all? Oh, God. No, just double, just basically pay for the whole movie again is what you're doing? I'm sure they could green screen it where they could switch faces out. That would look awkward, though, right? You're talking about that deep fake stuff or whatever? Yeah, well, yeah, because, I mean, Zack Snyder did it in whatever that last zombie movie was. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because that, that's where the Tignataro joke came from, because they had to replace, uh, can't think of the comedian's name, who got me too'd. And they oh, put, Aziz? No, no, it was somebody else, but they put uh, Tignataro's face over his body. <laughs> oh. I don't remember, because I don't remember the name of the movie. I'm look. I'm looking it up real quick. Snyder. Zombie movie Netflix. Watch oh, Army of the Dead. Uh, yeah, Army of the Dead. Who was it she replaced? Oh, Chris D'Elia. Chris, yes. Because he was underage girls too, right? I think so, yeah. What's wrong with everybody these days? I don't get this. Is it just because we have the internet and so many people talk about this stuff all the time? Like 24 hours a day of just... Back in the day, it was all newspapers and you didn't know about it because they didn't get the news out and there weren't enough people to catch everything on their on their phones and stuff, I guess. All right, well... And I think Hollywood back then was a boys club and people didn't really ever hear about any of this stuff because it got covered up. Because, <sighs> I mean, how how long did uh, uh, Weinstein do, do no, shit forever, to people? Right, yeah. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just an odd time with all this stuff going on. Like, I know this is going in a weird direction, but... You got the Weinstein, you got the Me Too thing, right? Yeah. And you got, at what point did all the, like, okay, I'm going to make this, I, I had this conversation with Jen, I was like, at what point, remember Game of Thrones is the biggest show ever. Yeah. And one of the biggest plot points in that thing, the one of the biggest plot points was Cersei and Jamie. Yeah. Incestuous. When did, when did we as a society go, it's cool, it's fine, just have that as a main plot point, and we're okay with it. And it was the most successful show ever. Just about right. Yeah, and we just as society said we're okay with it. We're we'll, we're not worried about it. We're, you know, we're okay with watching it, but we will say, "Ew, it's gross." And that's my point. Yeah, why is that acceptable to just go ew? But we're we'll say ew, but we'll still watch. Yeah, I, you know, I don't get. Did we just become so? Did we did the pendulum go from we're way too conservative to now we're just way too progressive with all this stuff and say, as long as no one's hurt, you know, I. 
there's no it seems like every day you read about you read about underage you read about the epstein shit you read about you know all this disgusting stuff that's going on in the world it's like where did this all of a sudden just start happening and come from and it's it's in everything now well i think i think it's social media because prior to social media not everyone had their opinion out there and not everyone felt like their opinion mattered yeah but you get on twitter well, everybody's opinion matters at least well, to them. Not that, it, not that it matters, but you're you, you have it's a, out there. An outlet. You have an outlet. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's just sad. The world. It's just. I don't know how I got off on this tangent, other than just being sad that DC sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll summarize it with that. It just sucks right now because I want to see DC succeed. Because when DC is good, it means Marvel's good. Competition between the big two is a good thing for any comic fan. We've all said that for how long now? You want the other company to do well. I mean, not even limited to comics. I mean, look at wrestling right now. You have AEW and WWE both putting on good, well, somewhat good products, better than they used to be. Mm -hmm. And the Monday Night Wars. The Monday Night Wars wrestling was awesome. Yeah. Because they were trying to... Yep, exactly. Um, it's It's just sad that... You went from the Nolan verse where DC could keep up with Marvel, which actually you can argue, well, no, because I guess you still have the Marvel stuff in regards to what do we call the Marvel verse that's pre MCU? What do we call that time period where we you have Blade, uh, the X Men movies, the, you know, the, the Spider Man stuff? Yeah, yeah, the, to, uh, the Toby verse and all that stuff. You want to call it, or uh, Sammy versus what you want, or Raimi verse? Raimi verse, yeah. What do you want? What do we call that period? I don't know, because um, now it's all part of the multiverse, so the MCU can claim it all. But I, I, I just call it pre-MCU Marvel. Okay, so I mean, or, you go back then, but at least DC could keep up a little bit back then, I guess. If yeah. You wanna, I mean, you you had the Nolan verse in that time frame, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what DC movies we could really go back to, though. In the two thousand early two thousand range, which you all, all I have for you on there is Superman. Um, what was it? The one with the Brandon Routh? Oh, was Superman that Returns or something? Yeah Superman, yeah, Superman Returns, which... Have you ever revisited that movie? I recently haven't, or? I haven't okay. but we probably will. Um, mm-hmm. Since Madeline's in a big comic kick, that was the mm-hmm. reason we went back to the Nolan movies. But now she wants to go back and watch the earlier Batman. She's seen Batman 88. Okay. And I'm like, each one gets progressively worse, but I'll watch them with you. <laughs> yeah. Reluctantly... Well, no, I mean, the first three, the first three for the Burton verse or whatever you want to call that one, which yeah. wasn't even he only stopped after two, but I think the first three are just fine, and then you got the fourth one, which is garbage. Yeah, but the third um, one was okay. Nothing special about it. Um, but I guess then, Green Lantern. We can't mention Green Lantern. Which, no, because yeah, that was. It, it sucks that that missed. It, it sucks. It, it does. It could have been so great, but it just didn't. Right. Um, and then you have Man of Steel, which kind of kicked off the modern DC stuff. But that was right about the same time as Green Lantern, I think. Um, God, they really didn't do much. And I think nothing really caught on until okay. they did the TV here's, shows. Here's what I got for you. Because we, I think, if we remember correctly, Blade was like 98 yeah. Uh, X Men 2000. And then you got the first X Men. The first X Men was 99. Yeah. Then sprinkle in your Spider Man, you know, all around that same time period, right? Yeah. 
So I'm I'm focusing on 19 because we'll start at 89. We'll, okay. With 89 Batman, right? Yeah. So 89 Batman and then 92 Batman Returns, 95 Batman Forever, 97 Batman or Robin. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's not. And then this is where it kind of goes, hmm. <laughs> you go, hmm. Because then the same year as Batman and Robin, Steel comes out. So Steel with Shaq. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Quite possibly the two worst DC movies ever, right? And then yeah. they followed that up with the uh, Catwoman with uh, Halle Berry. Oh, that, that, that's up there, too. Look how long there, the period too. you had, because how bad Batman and Robin were and yeah. Steel, you had a seven-year period of no DC movies at all. Yeah. None. And then, that just seems unreal today when you're getting six, seven comic book properties a year. Correct. Correct. And no TV shows. Well, I mean... We had you had Smallville, but that's it. I yeah. don't think you had anything else DC related as far as in the TV world because Arrowverse didn't come around until much later. Yeah, and I think um, the the Birds of Prey show they attempted was before ugh. Smallville. Ugh. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Um, and then 2005, we get a little bit of, uh, of a bounce back because I I will I will fight you on this one if you just say I like the uh, Keanu Reeves Constantine. I like that. I, I think that's a good movie. It wasn't Constantine, but it was a good movie. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it, uh, but that same year Batman begins. So I guess 2005 is when you kind of ramp back up with yeah. this whole. But they just can't seem to have a because you had Batman Begins, which is a win. Superman Returns, that was a big loss for them. It just didn't. This our society didn't accept it. They just didn't like right. what they were dealing with it. it. It was too much of the Richard Donner versus yeah. people wanting the Nolan stuff. But then you bounce back with Dark Knight, big yeah. time. You bounce back big time. Yeah. Watchmen, eh, it didn't. People just didn't get it. I don't think. I, uh, I I thought it was a good movie. I thought the changes they made made sense. Mm-hmm. I I really then, have no gripes with it. And then you go to Jonah Hex, completely forgettable movie. Green Lantern, totally our yeah. franchise, our DC is in big trouble. But then you go Dark Knight. Yeah. So Batman saved them every single time. You know, it saves them, but. I'm just going to scroll down here a little bit, but it's just Birds of Prey. That's a big loss. Wonder Woman 1984. Garbage, yeah. to be honest with you. Sorry, it's, I didn't like it. I you're you're a fan. You like the Suicide Squad. I'm indifferent. Uh, whatever at this point. Yeah. But this is what we've got coming up. We've got Black Adam, which actually looks good. It does look I, good. It's growing on me. That, that preview is growing on me a lot, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um. I hope Shazam ties into it a little bit because that's his big bad. I don't know if they'll tie. I guess they, they're try, but like they said, they're trying to keep everything separate now. But it'd be nice if they tied in together somehow. Well, because they're tied, they're tied to the same origin. Correct. So, and then we got Aquaman, which is just why. Okay, we'll have Aquaman, but are we done with Aquaman after this one? Are we just done and Momoa doesn't so. be Aquaman anymore? So the yeah. rumor is they're talking about doing a Flashpoint, resetting everything, and trying to build their own universe like Marvel. But that's Again. what the Flash was supposed to be. And now it'll never come out. <laughs> yeah. But imagine if they could do a Flashpoint where they bring in Grant Gustin and um, like the TV show universe. And then you bring back like other people that have played throughout throughout the years. Yeah. That would be like the ultimate thing. It'll suck the fans back in. Well, I did read that um, Christian Bale agreed that he'd come back for Batman if Nolan did, but he, the only reason why he said that is because he knows that Nolan will never come back for yeah. Batman. <laughs> unless, unless Nolan doesn't get work from Warner Brothers now that this new guy is in charge, because 
Okay, bear with me. Bear with me. Let's 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 go to let's go to Christopher Nolan, okay. right? And just follow along with me here for a second, because Christopher Nolan is not he's not your um automatic way. He's not a I'll, I'll make you money. He, that's the problem with Christopher Nolan. You think he's gonna make you money, and that's why you give him free reign. Yeah, he hasn't I don't think he's made them money in quite a while now. Because here I'm, I'm probably not since I'm, Batman I'm, movies. Because he tries he tries to do a lot with his movies and he's got a niche group of fans yep. that will go see everything. The general but that niche public group doesn't make you, that doesn't no. make you big money. The general public sits there and watches. Like, Inception is a good movie. Yes, it didn't make a lot of money. I no. guarantee that it didn't make a lot of money. And, and the general Interstellar public is Interstellar is amazing. That's it a great is. movie. I don't know if you've seen it. But it, does, it didn't make them much money because people were too confused. Yes. people were like, "This is just confusing." Dunkirk is it, it's fun to look at. As far as a war movie, it's a war movie. Yeah, that didn't make any money. I guarantee you that no. didn't make them any money. No one saw Tenet. No one went to the theater to go see that movie. Now, mind you, no. that's all. That, that's right around pandemic time. So that yeah, that was either. August of 2020, and he was trying to get people to come back to the theater, and it didn't work. Correct. So here's what you got. You have a you have one, and then oh, uh, it's called Oppenheimer. It's going to be his next one. I don't know what that's going to be about, or Oppenheimer. I guess I should pronounce it that way. But Christopher Nolan. You've got four duds in a row. Yeah. Or th- sorry, Interstellar, Dunkirk, and Tenet. You got three duds in a row. And if I'm this new guy, what's his name again? David Z- What is it? Yeah, David Zaslav. Yeah. Are you giving Christopher Nolan free reign with Warner Brothers money to say because he's not Tarantino? He's not. He's not Tarantino. He, his cult following is way stronger than a Nolan's following. And Tarantino movies will always make money. They will always make a good profit. Well, and it's also. You can go see a Tarantino movie and you know what's going on. Yeah. It, some of the Nolan movies, you have to go find a Wikipedia page or something that explains what, what the what the hell's going on. Yeah. <laughs> or at least Several watch it a second time. But yeah. in a in a case like that, you're not going to go back to the theater a second time to see it. No. No. So, no, no way. Yeah. So as a director, well, his movies have made four point nine five seven billion. Because of Batman, though. That's that's I'm pulling. Batman. Up. How yeah. much of that is Batman? Um, trying to see if it's got it broken down by movies. Top gross. Well, I'm gonna see how much Batman. Batman Begins made like it made good money. I don't think it made tons, but it, it was enough money for them to go. Yep, I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, so, top grossing director at the domestic box office. He ranks number nine. Ah. Who's number one then? Who Spielberg. makes the most money from somebody? Spielberg. Yeah. Um, Spielberg. But is Michael... that over career? That's over yes. career though. Yes, it is. So that's the problem. You're you're not look. We'd have to get the data to go yeah. within the past 10, 10 years. Who's the director that made the made their studio the most money? Kind of thing. So it looks like Spielberg has made over f- four billion. Yep, over f- four and a half billion. Second yeah. is Michael Bay at two point three billion. And Say then, what you will about Michael Bay, he makes money. <laughs> His yeah. movies make money. So, and then the uh, Anthony Russo three, Joe Russo four, J.J. Abrams five, Peter Jackson. Oh, that's another thing we didn't talk about with with DC and Warner Brothers and all that stuff. J.J. Mm-hmm. is out. Yeah, I I was not able to find out for sure what was going on, but I know Warner was very upset with him. Because they yep. paid his production company so much money, and yep. nothing has come of it. No, nothing. But probably he just a bunch. Of, he probably made his friends a bunch of money just to write, you know, yeah. prospect scripts of some kind. Going, 
we, we have ideas. We've got yeah. lots of ideas, but we can actually make anything with them. But see, the thing I read was his DC stuff isn't necessarily dead. They just haven't heard yet. So he was supposed mm-hmm. to be working on like two different Superman projects. Oh, he was going to do the um, the Michael B. Jordan. Well, no, I don't even think Michael B. Jordan was going to be him, but it wasn't even going to be Superman. It was some other character, another Kryptonian character. So there, I think there were two of them, and one of them was going to be a Michael B. Jordan or, black or Superman. Superman. It's Superman from a different Earth, though. But yeah. he doesn't use Kal-El's name. He's a, he doesn't use Kal-El as his name, though. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. And there was, there was something else that he was working on that's been killed. I don't know. Was he doing the Wonder Twins? I know that's been killed for sure. Yeah, it's set to bring uh, Val. It was Val Zod. Okay. To the small screen, it's supposed to go to HBO Max. Yeah. It was the first two version of Superman. That's what it was supposed to be. Okay. But that's. I'm curious if this is still even alive. Or did they just kill it? I thought everything. I thought everything JJ was killed. When this whole discovery thing came, about. I would not be surprised if it was because he's not really he hasn't done anything for him. Yeah. Well, if they do if they do Flashpoint, and I'm sorry to go off on an odd change, but I just wanted to get this thought out because I've been reading a lot about it. You get if you do Flashpoint, at least if you get uh, uh, Momoa off of Aquaman, he can come back as Lobo. Because tell me, there's a better casting for Lobo. I I saw a meme that showed them like a picture of Lobo with him side by side. Yeah, that would be perfect. Yeah, yeah, I'd love for them to be able to do that. That'd be great, but uh, who knows? Uh, uh, this kind of stinks, though. I, this Michael B. Jordan thing would have been cool, but I just that, he just wasn't Superman, though. It's Val Zod. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't know what that would be because I don't know any stories about that. But if it's fresh and it's brand new, let's go for it. I'd say, hey, Warner Brothers, here you go, give it a shot, see how this works. Yeah, and uh, Tanahasi Coates was supposed to be riding it. He's the guy that did the really good recent uh, Captain America run. And he's done mm-hmm. a lot of the really good Black Panther stuff. Yeah. So that would have been very cool to see. No, yeah, but I guess, but again, like you said, I was supposed to go HBO Max, and they're just killing everything left and right, right? So right. I, I, told, I doubt we'll ever see that. Yeah. So, mm, 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 mm. DC, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess, I guess to sum, to surmise our whole discussion about DC, it's it's I'll, I'll keep using my same. Uh, Example, ship without a captain is what it really feels like. Even though this yeah. Zaslav guy's in charge, I feel like DC, you have some stuff to worry about because you just have no clue what direction. Your Arrowverse is done. Yeah, so you have no, you your TV presence is pretty darn weak because what else you have? You have the uh, Superman show that's on HBO, which yep. I'm wondering if that's going to survive if they're cutting. It No, it but, is because they just announced that they're recasting Jonathan Kent because the actor that played him no-showed. To the set, really? Yeah, some kind of personal issue. I thought they had. Tw- I haven't seen the show. I've not seen one episode. But I thought they had twins on this show for some reason. Uh, they have two kids. Mm-hmm. I know that for sure. It's two kids, and one of them's Jonathan. Yeah. And now, were they following the comics at all? I don't believe so. I've never watched it though. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, that show's still around. Star Girl is still around, and they announced Flash's ending with a shortened season nine. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard that too. But, but they sold who's, off. Who, who's watching Stargirl? Nobody. Yeah, uh, I think Pennyworth is, has one more season. But who's watching Pennyworth? Yeah, nobody. Um, I guess my point being, there might be a little bit of material out there, but is it worth your time to watch it? <laughs> you know, because if, especially if you know, because that goes back to stuff we've talked about before. What's the point of me watching this if there's no payoff? There's right. nothing. Which 
I don't was was Watchmen released as a limited series or was that just they did one series or one season because the guy said that's all I've got and I'm done, or or do we know right from the get it's twelve episodes and this is all there's ever going to be of it? Um, Lindelof said he was doing however many episodes. I think it was ten. Um, he said I have an idea for this story. We're gonna do it. When it was done and so well received, HBO said, "Do you have anything for a second series, a second season?" He said, "No." So they just left it. Okay, but um, but um, see, that's I I like shows like that that yes. go. This is what this is, and that's it. I limited. What, what's so wrong with limited series? I what's why can't we have more of those? Is what no. I'm trying to get at. And, and and that works well with comics. It it fits. It's like one writer doing their run. Yep. And then I'm off. I'm off to do the next thing, and then bring somebody else in. And have completely, it's going to be a completely different show, even and, though it's that same character. And that's why I have no problem if they recast characters. I mean, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is the perfect Iron Man, but there's so many more Tony Stark stories you could tell. Recast them. Yeah. No, you're, okay. you're right. You're, wait, yeah. wait a couple years and do it. Yeah. No one says anything well, about a different James Bond every four or five movies. How much? I want to, since I'm going to go big time tangent off here, just to get off uh, DC. Uh, that's all I gotta say about DC. It's, okay. I have no clue where, what, what what direction that thing's going in. We'll watch Black Adam. We'll watch Shazam, and then you'll have Aquaman. That'll be it. I think. Then we go. Let's just wait for the, the next Reeves sequel. After that, and yeah, we'll see. Um, it's kind of but, fitting uh, though, because the movies being like this in the comics every what five years kind of reset continuity. Yeah. Same same thing with the movies at this point. Yeah, because I don't know. I, Rebirth is done, I guess, right? So what phase is DC Comics in right now? No clue. Or is it still the Rebirth phase? I think it's still Rebirth phase. They haven't they haven't announced anything that's going to be like, because uh, everyone's story is changing. Future, did Future State come and go and it was yeah. just not received well? I think it was just a limited thing. Just a limited thing. Yeah. Okay. Because that, I, I'm, I'm waiting for the next DC because, well, What's Marvel's most recent one that they did? Because I just remember, what was it? The Age of Heroes was like the last big one that they did or something like that? Guy, I don't even know. Because they will do like the all new Marvel. But it yeah, does, okay. it, all, yeah, like all new yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't necessarily change what they've done. It I, Everything is still in place before it. It's yeah. just, this is a fresh jumping on point. Yeah. They just haven't done it in a long time. You're right. Yeah. Marvel has not done it in a long time. But I guess they don't need to, right? Why worry about it? No, because everything seems to be working. And they, when they want to relaunch something, they do it individually. Like, look at the X-Men with Hickman a few years ago. Yeah. No, you're right. So, can I ask you a question? Because I, I don't know the character. Like, I know of the character. I know who she is. I don't know. But I don't know anything about her origin. Yeah. But Riri, uh, what's her last name? Riri what? Riri Williams. The Williams. Okay. So, yeah. she's Ironheart, right? Yes. And how does she fit into the Black Panther movie? Is she, is she Wakandan? No, but I think what they might touch on is at the end of Black Panther 1, they set up the like urban... Okay. Whatever it was where Shiri was going to run them and like, run down yeah. parts of Los Angeles. Okay. I have a feeling she's going to come from one of those. Okay. All right. I, that's what I'm trying to understand. You get to see her first appearance, right? You see yes. her cut out piece of iron with the... It's an actual piece of iron of a heart, right? Yeah. What it looks like... Um, I was just curious because I don't know enough about her character um, to say it, they were making it look like she's Wakanda. And I'm like, are they just redoing her origin or did, or 
I was curious if that was her origin, that she was Wakanda, and I just didn't know about it. No, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was something Marvel did, because they are known to go back and change things to fit what they're doing with the movies or TV shows. Okay. Kind of like Miss Marvel's now a mutant instead of an inhuman. Yeah. Which that was the big payoff I think you were talking yeah. about. But you said there was two payoffs. I, I did finish Miss Marvel. I, I, okay. I mustered through. <laughs> no, not for me. Sorry, the show yeah. is just not for me. It's not, it's not, I say it's not good, but I'm not going to discourage other people from watching it. I'd be like, if you want to watch it, watch it. It's just not for me kind of thing. Yeah. And, it was fun to hear them say the word mutant, but what was the other payoff besides that? Well, did you notice that the X-Men 97 the, theme the played? Theme. They, they, yeah. he, when he said that, they played the theme. Okay, yeah. that's what I was trying well, to that's what The other payoff about. was the post-credit scene. I'm trying to remember what the post-credit scene was. Where she has the bangles on and her mom's calling for her and all of a sudden she disappears and Captain Marvel's standing there. I did not see that. that yeah, it's at the very end of the episode. One? So it's oh, really? setting up the Marvels. Okay. And so her bangles, I think, are supposed to be the quantum bands. Okay. Which um, I think one of the uh, the Rick Jones Captain Marvel that Peter David did in the 90s had those. Okay. And they would switch places. So Rick Jones and uh, Guinness Vell. Okay. So they're setting up something similar where something happened and triggered it and her and Carol Danvers switched places. Isn't it funny we have but Rick Jones is in the Hulk world, right? That's his yeah. that his friend. Yeah. What, what character was he though? What's his I keep forgetting what he who he is. Uh well he was the one so his origin was he was at but the he's blast a Hulk. he's a Hulk now. He is a Hulk. He was. I okay. I don't know. The comic is so confusing with him. Because okay. he was the reason Bruce Banner ran in front pushed, of the bomb and he pushed him out of the way. Yeah. He was the kid he pushed out of the way of the ray. Yeah, I remember and at, that. So. at one point I think he was Captain America's second Bucky. Okay. But he, he's always popped up and he's always been tied to the Avengers. Um, and then at one point he got these quantum bands that I don't know if you remember Quasar. Yeah. Uh, he had the quantum bands that Quasar had and he would change into Captain Marvel Hmm. and it was Guinness Vela Cree and they would switch spots. Gotcha. Um, really good series. I highly recommend reading it. Um, (laughs) But I think they're taking that aspect of the character and using it for the Marvels. So I don't know if we're going to get introduced to Rick Jones. I'm kind of surprised we haven't seen him in anything yet. Because would he fit into our youth movement we've been talking about as far as Young Avengers? He probably could. Um, Could he be our Hulkling hmm. that they're looking to do at some point? I would prefer they didn't do him as Hulkling. I like Hulkling the way he is. Yeah. But well, I'm, I, just, I'm just I'm just That's all. Well, because I think we're gonna get Hulkling in Secret Invasion. Okay. I don't know who we're getting. That's what's so interesting about yeah. it. So. Okay. No, I so, just wanted to tangent over that real quick because I remember. Yeah, we cut. We when we went to go see. Oh, that's what we need to talk about. Uh, Thor four. Yeah. Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. We need to talk. Um. So we did go see it, uh, and that's why I, I wanted to uh, tangent that way. Yeah. And. Uh, you said you liked it. I did. You didn't like it as much as Ragnarok, I think, if I remember your Yeah, review. I think it's just below Ragnarok. It's got the same humor, but I think yeah. part of what the charm of Ragnarok is we did not expect that when we saw it. Yeah. But going into Love and Thunder, you, you knew you knew that humor was going to be there. Yeah. And I can tell you that Jen was not too pleased about the, the scenes with Zeus. <laughs> she was not happy about that. She's like, this is a PG-13 movie right now. Yeah. I was like, ugh. 
Marvel. Yeah. And I know yeah. it's Taika, and we're just up, we're uptight conservative Americans compared to you know the Australians that are a little bit more progressive with all the things that they do. Hey. But um, hey, the Eternals beat them to a sex scene, so. Yeah, right. I know, but uh, well, yeah, <laughs> but uh, okay. So my review of Thor four, um, pretty weak. It's pretty weak. It was okay. The kids liked it. At least they enjoyed it more than I did. Yeah. There's parts I liked a lot. I agree with you. Christian Bale was a good villain because you're so th- sympathetic to him, and yeah. that's what the best villains are. You're sympathetic to him in certain ways, or otherwise, it just be, can be completely entertaining. He did well. He did well with what he could with, with what he had. Yeah. Um, it brings it every time. I'll tell you that. Man, that guy could—he just acts. <laughs> that yeah. acts his ass well. Um, the goats—the goat thing was just a little too annoying for me. I did not find it amusing at all. It was just too, just annoying more than anything. Um, I was cracking up at him at first. Really? Yeah. I just—that yeah, wasn't for me. And then uh, Natalie Portman just doesn't do it for me. The the Jane Foster thing just. I don't know what it is. I can't put my thumb on it to be honest with you. Just yeah. Not I just don't I didn't enjoy her performance. Chris Hemsworth was amazing. I, he I was. thought he's he's just great as Thor. He owns the character. I'll I'll see another Thor movie. I'm not like I don't want to make it sound like I think it's a completely awful movie. And I will I love him as you know playing Thor, but this movie just didn't live up. It just wasn't Ragnarok. It just right. wasn't, you know. And the bar was set the bar was set so high with Ragnarok, it's gonna be hard yeah. to duplicate that again. Yeah, I agree with you. And it was a, it was an interesting little way to finish. I love how they got to explain the title of the movie. That's fun to end the movie that way, you know. Yeah. Um, for spoilers, I guess. But um, I don't know. I, but the the question is, where do you go from there? And how does how does this really tie in down the road? You know. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't and, know how that really all ties is in. he is he going to come back? Because there's a lot of Avenger stuff coming up, but we don't yeah. know who's going to be in them. Yeah. No, I will say this. I will say this. It was great to see my boy Roy as Hercules. Yeah. Me and Jen love that a lot. We're like, Roy! <laughs> Roy fucking kids! I know, right? <laughs> that And that was what my kids said. My kids were like, Roy Kent! His first line is, Oi! Fuck! <laughs> yeah. You ruined the movie. I got here and say, Oi! And fuck it right away. Yeah. But um, yeah. So Roy Kent is that, and then I think what was the other? There was no, what was the other tag? What was the other one besides the Hercules one? Uh, I'm drawing a blank now. I don't, don't remember. remember at this point. Neither do I. I don't remember what because I don't think it was Blade or anything like that. I don't no. think we got that. But regardless, uh, if, while you try to drag drag your brain about that, I'll say that it did have one really funny line that went under the radar that nobody caught. I don't think, at least not my theater. I laughed. I was the only person that laughed in the theater. Yeah, I, and maybe it was only because it was only funny to me because it's kind of a throwaway line. But uh, I'm trying to remember which character said it. But uh, one of the because they were naming off the gods. Yeah. Well, they're walking in the hall or whatever it was called, the Hall of Gods or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> one goes, "Oh, there's the God of Carpentry over there," and I'm like. It's Jesus, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no one understood that when I laughed at that one. This is kind of a throwaway line. I thought yeah. it was pretty clever in there. The God of Carpentry. <laughs> so that, that was one of my favorite lines in the movie. And then it was sad though. I, I Jane the, the Jane Foster having cancer thing, that was pretty sad. Yeah. Um, I, I just feel bad for the Thor character itself. Just all that everything that happens to that guy is just people dying left and right on that guy. Yeah. Uh, okay, the other post-cutter scene was uh, Jane and Heimdall and Valhalla. 
Oh, in Valhalla. Which, were we supposed to take anything from that? Uh, they're going to find a way out. I guess. Yeah, maybe you're right. Uh, bring bring yeah. it back somehow, I guess. Yeah, somehow. But I thought, I thought, I thought Idris Elba hated playing Heimdall. I don't know. I mean, if he came back to do it for a post-credit scene. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Which, okay. I think a lot did, of it Did has... you get the trailer? What? Did you get the trailer of his movie that I want to watch more than anything, really, to be honest with you? Uh, the one with the tiger? Uh, that's a lion. Or a lion, it's yeah, Jaws. yeah. Jaws yes. with a lion, dude. <laughs> that's all that movie is, man. It is. I'm telling you, it's Jaws. It's like, it's like the bear movie I made you watch a little bit, too. Yeah. That was Bear Jaws. This is Lion Jaws. <laughs> is it Grizz- in the Grizzly think- Maze or something? Yeah, something yeah. like that. I don't remember, man, to be honest with you. But it's that's all that movie is, and it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. So, um, there's my Thor 4. <sighs> Meh. It's not as bad as Dark World, I'll tell you that. Yeah. So it's better than that. I guess you rank your Thors. You got number one is Ragnarok, number two is Thor 1, three is Thor 4, four is dark world i'd go love and thunder over the original thor really i i like taika's humor though so that i feel like i could rewatch that one more than the first thor i I enjoy his humor as well but i just think thor that uh, it's just the better it's just the better movie i just think it's more enjoyable and i think you get you get introduced to loki for the first time really yeah right and that's a big deal in the mcu so that's why i kind of rank it pretty high yeah it's amazing as loki although uh, other shout out to the uh, Matt Damon and whichever Hemsworth brother it was. Yeah. <laughs> about wanting to do a play in the worst time ever, trying to ask him. That wasn't a no. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear a no. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. And then uh, Melissa McCarthy as. Uh, yeah. As, as Hella. Hella. Hell yeah. 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 That was great. That was great, man. That was great. Yeah. So, all right. So I think that's. I, I, there, store for what else you got on the docket? Well, there was one. There was a, some missed opportunities though when they did the Hall of Gods, because they very easily okay. could have capitalized on having Moon Knight come out right before it, have Conchu there. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. You're right. You yeah. you see one of the Panther gods, but there's so many others that they could have pulled from to really tie things together. Yeah. So, so anything celestial? Should we see? Should we have seen anything celestial in that thing? Um, no, probably not. Not there. Okay. So, okay. I I do have a couple more Marvel Marvel things. Did yeah. you see the rumors going around about Loki season two and who they've cast? Cast as who? Well, there's talks that the Squadron Supreme are going to show up. Oh yeah, you told me about that today with Hyperion, yeah. right? Yes, with Hen- be- Henry Cavill. Yeah. The best troll ever having him be Hyperion. Very much so. Oh, I would love that. I would, I would too. love it so much. But I thought they were gonna save him for Captain Britain at some uh, point. That that might make sense down the line, but if you got an opportunity to strike right now and all the turmoil that's going on and, and in DC. To be honest, if I'm Henry Cavill, I'm jumping all over it and it's just oh, yeah. two middle fingers right to DC going, You you wasted the opportunity. Sorry, yeah. I don't, I'm not gonna wait around forever for you guys to just screw this up. I'll play Marvel Superman. And he'll do it well. He'll he do will it really well. Although, is is Hyper- I, I know he is Marvel Superman, but what about what about Sentry? Could he do Sentry? 
Yeah. We're getting into like D level characters when we're mentioning these guys, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because they're just, no one knows them. What I mean by that, not that they're bad characters, just I say D meaning this, nobody knows who those people are. So. This is like the hardcore comic book fans. Cause they'll be like, Oh, yeah. the, the JMS run on squadron Supreme. I'll, I'll go mm-hmm. see him do this. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, so good. Squ- that squadron Supreme was so good. It was. I, <laughs> I picked up the other two trades. I read the first one. I need to go back in and read the full. But doesn't isn't Hyperion and Homelander, aren't they a little? Uh, I think is Homelander just that much more psychotic, I he's guess. He's that much more psychotic. <laughs> I still need to get caught up on the boys. I'm so far behind on that. I don't know when I'll ever get caught up on that one. Yeah. So there is one other Marvel rumor that I saw today. Okay. Kevin Feige is going to step out in 2025 after Phase 6 is done. Oh, the end of the end. Yeah. I like that. Who Who is he? Gro- I, I hate using that word. Yeah. Who is he prepping or who's his apprentice? <laughs> I have no who's clue. Who's to him? I mean. Did you get Favreau to come back? I don't think so because he's so heavily invested in Star Wars right now. I don't but, think he'd do it. But that's the thing. That's the other thing Kevin Feige's tied to is an untitled Star Wars project. Yeah. Because I know he wants to go over to do that. I think that's what his big thing is. He wants to get his time on Star Wars before he hangs it up kind of thing. Maybe they switch spots. All right, let's do it. Let's let's do it. Let's let's give our two, our two picks of who you would want to take over for Feige. God. I, okay, so right off the bat, Mark Bernardin. He knows, he's, he knows these characters. He knows how to write a good story. Mm. When he sits there on Fat Man Beyond and talks about what they could have done, it always yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So when he was talking about Love and Thunder, he said, you don't need Valkyrie. You could have done the same thing with Sith, mm-hmm. who's there watching Thor pine over Jane Foster while she's pining over him. Yeah, It adds yeah. such a dynamic to the story that they missed out on. For sure, because she's an underutilized character, to be honest with you. Yeah, way underutilized. That's a good choice, Mark Bernard. And wow. Yeah. Oh, other than that, I don't know. You could probably very easily take someone from. Could you get what? What about the Russo brothers? Was that too easy of a pick? I think they're trying to set up their Gray Man universe because they've got other projects they were going to do with that. Okay. And from what I know of the books, there's quite a few books that they could pick from. Because that was the thing with Secret Wars. They said if they came back to Marvel, it'd be for Secret Wars. Yeah. But I don't think this is the Secret Wars they were talking about. I think this mm-hmm. is going to be the Hickman Secret Wars, not the 1985 yeah. Battle World type yeah. Beyonder. Yeah. yeah. Um. What about Coogler? Oh, that'd be a good choice. I think Coogler could do it. I think he could too. I think he'd do pretty well at it, to be honest with you. But then again, they might just want to, he just might want to direct. And so you got to find people who want to direct versus people who want to shape a whole universe kind of right. thing. And that's why I like the Bernardin pick, man. That's a really great one. Because, yeah, just hearing him talk about this stuff, he knows it. He understands it. You need to get on Twitter. We need to start the movement. We do. How would you, what would you, how would you do a hashtag on that? Bernardin for would, Marvel or something like that? <laughs> I, I would find the article. I think I saved mm-hmm. it on my phone. So um, find the article, retweet it, tag him in it, and say, here's the replacement. Hmm. Do it. 
See what he does. Okay. See what he does. He probably wouldn't want anything to do with it, to be honest with you. Take up too much of his time. Yeah, uh, I don't know. You might be surprised. I mean, he does a he does a lot of work that never sees the light of day. So yeah. this is a guaranteed, and, and it's tied to stuff to he work. loves. I think the thing that's so good about that pick is he knows how to work in a writer's room. Yeah, he can collaborate with other people. He knows the process of that. Yeah. Hmm. And having and plus, it's how hard is it when you have a room full of writers and you just pop your head and going, "This is what I want you to do next." Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, and, he, be, and he was, he's written, and would, he's written comic books. He's worked for Marvel. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I really can't think of anyone else though. I mean, cause well, I was like, I say, you know, we don't want JJ Abrams coming in. We no. don't want, you know, I'm just trying to think of other big type. Like, you don't, I, could you get Nolan to come over and play in the, in the Marvel, in the Marvel sandbox? I don't think, you'd, I don't think you'd want to at this point. I don't though. think so. I don't think so either. That's the thing. So I'm just trying to throw names out though. They, I, what they would have to do is get probably an unknown, someone like a Kevin Feige before he did before he joined Marvel. Yeah. He, I mean, he worked on X Men in a lower capacity. Mm-hmm. So you, I mean, maybe there's some kind of assistant producer. What would you want? What about Casada? Do you think they'd let Casada do it? I don't know if he wanted to, because yeah. he stepped down from the comics because he had his own projects he wanted to work on. Kirkman, mm. he hates him too much. Um, yeah, he, he does. Like, but that's a lot of money to turn down. <laughs> it is. But I think he's made pretty good money from Walking Dead, so he did, really doesn't have to do much. Just from the, I'm trying to think from the comics world. Have Jim Lee come on over. Yeah. Say he's doing his time over at DC. Time to come on, back on over to Marvel. Yeah. Think he, think he could do it? Uh, I don't know. Well, he's too much of an art. He's too much of an art guy, I guess. He's yeah. not really a movie guy. Right? Yeah. Or an idea. I don't think he's an idea. Is, do you think you find Joey to be an idea guy? Uh, not really, because yeah. his Wildstorm stuff was not what carried the company. Because yeah. I mean, Wildcats got interesting after he was off of it. He set up that whole universe, but all the stuff that he did never really took off. Because if you look at Wildstorm, the big things were like Planetary Authority. He had nothing to do with those. Yeah. Um, the best Wildcat stories were after he had left the book. Um, his, the other big book he did at the time was uh, Divine Rights. And I remember all the hype about it. And then it just didn't deliver. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I'm done with Bernard. That's a great pick. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. So good call. I don't think I'd pick anybody else. I don't. I I haven't talked myself into anybody else, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, if I if I sat and thought about it, and then we talked about it next week, I might have a couple other ideas. But right. off the cuff, so, that's the guy. Who? I said off the cuff, that's the guy. Well, off the cuff, catches sorry. All right. All right. So the other thing we talked about briefly last week, but you hadn't finished, was the last Ronin. Oh, Last Ronin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, I finished it. <laughs> I finished. It was amazing. It that was, was so, amazing. It was so good. And I, I hope they come up with a sequel book of some kind. I hope they let them do one more it, it, in that universe or in that timeline because it sets up perfectly for a sequel. Yeah. I would be okay um, if they just left it at this, though. Because oh, me too. Me too. I'm, I'm okay with that, too. But I'm like, would you, if they came out with more, would you be upset? Maybe. 
Because really? okay, it so, might not make it as good. Mm-hmm. No, no. Here, here's my thoughts on it. It was billed as the Ninja Turtles version of Frank Miller's Dark Knight. Yeah. It delivered on that for me. But when you sit there and look at Dark Knight, the sequels were not as good. Yeah. I'd be worried that would be the same thing. And if I've learned anything from Damon Lindelof's Watchmen was you can leave you can do one story and not have to worry about anything else with it. Hold on a second, Jay. Right. Sorry. You checked a lot on this one. Do the graphs look good? This looks like a good graph, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just put a ton of random dots down here because I can't tell. Me neither. Neither will she. I just turned it in. I don't know. It needs more dots. Tomorrow. Needs more dots. <laughs> Their project at school today was to go around and measure circumference and diameter of things, like oh. 12 different things. And now I need to graph it. I was like, okay. One axis is diameter, one's circumference, and put the points out. <laughs> How many kids um, ran into the bathroom and measured? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold. It was cold yeah. in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Right. Okay. Um, so let's see. Where, uh, yeah, okay. So yeah, Dark Knight, Last Ronin. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. But And him coming back and going back to that Dark Knight world two times after the original, neither one held up. Neither one were really good, to be honest yeah. with you. So, so that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the only yeah. thing I could think of because it's just a comparison from the beginning. Yeah. A fitting ending, though. You know, so I, yeah. I just – it was – it was such a good choice to have Michelangelo be the last surviving turtle. Yeah. It just made so much sense. And the fact that maybe it's, it's what makes me want to go back and maybe read this long IDW run and see the family dynamic of it. Cause they really leaned into that in this one, the family dynamic, the honor of being a, a quote unquote, I guess, Japanese family, you know, the, the history of all that. And uh, getting the backstory a little bit more about the feud between the two families, kind yeah. Of thing. So, I, it just it was just so fitting with him, and he, his character just wasn't the goofball anymore. You know that right. he was always portrayed as in the cartoon and the movies. Because he kind of had to grow up with everything that happened. It, it, well, that's what I'm saying. You see, it's it's always teenage mutant ninja turtles, but in this story, he's not the teenager anymore. Right. He's a grizzled veteran. <laughs> He's that grizzled old man that's lived through wars, you know? Yep. And this version of him was really a, it was really appealing to me. Really, yeah. really appealing. Because you get to see, uh, going from the goofball to the, I'm just, I'm worn down. I'm worn down, and I, I but I, I need to, you know, avenge my family's death. Thing. Yes. That, that just appealed to me so much. And if you ask me why, I don't know. It's just that it's a heroic story, you know? The art in it was amazing. The villain, you hated the villain in it. So real quick on the art, I loved how they went from like the current story and it was drawn more modern. And then they went back to the original style for all the flashbacks. Yeah, which was great. Yeah. Well done on their part. Whoever edited the book, it was such a, it felt the whole time. It just felt like a great big collaboration between Like what was it like four writers or maybe I think or, you know yeah because it was those people that worked on that book yeah because Eastman book. and Laird got back together for this this is the first thing yeah. they've worked on since they sold off the property yeah and then there were two other people that worked on it with them yeah 
So I, I, it just felt like a big, big passion project from everybody. And yeah. it felt like if this were just, if you were Kevin Eastman and Peter Lee, you said, Hey, this is our swan song. We're done. We'll never do another book ever again. What a great way to go out. Epic story, yeah. huge battles, ninjutsu, guns, tanks. Yeah. That guy that you want to see die, <laughs> yeah. you know, stuff like that. Next and, generation of characters. Yeah. And then you, the next generation of character, exactly. You got your next generation of freedom fighters, and it's just you get see you get the, you get your nostalgia with the flashbacks with April yep. and Casey and his brothers. But the fact that the brothers are his consciousness, you know, yeah, as what it, it makes you think that is Mike going a little bit crazy, or is he just using them as a sounding board because he has no one else to relate to? Yeah, but it's the that brotherly love stuff. It's just oh man. All of it as a good, if that's my swan song, boom, I'm good with it. I, what a great way to go out and say, this is my last book. and I, You're never going to see anything from me again. And that'd be fine. That'd yeah. be just fine. I, I have to believe that thing sold a ton of copies. They sold out. They did multiple printings of every every issue. Uh, and I, so that's why I jumped on the hardcover when it came out. Yeah. Same. And if you were to, if, if, if I were working at a comic shop and you, you get your, your, you know, employees picture, whatever, I'd absolutely put that on my employees page oh, yeah. because now you'd be telling anybody even if you've never read a long run or even if you've never read a single ninja turtles comic book just if this is your first one it's a great one to have oh yeah because you get enough of it as long as you're familiar with the property just a little bit from the movies of the cartoon yeah they, they do such a good job on giving you pieces i'm going to assume over however long the idw run has been however many years that's been it's, they give you enough of what's happened in those stories and they summarize it pretty well in this book. Yeah. So, yeah, no, great, great book. Glad, yeah. I, glad I read that one. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yep. All right. I have a whole list of stuff to go through, but we can wait till next time because we've gone for quite a while. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a late start because of me. So, oh, no, but yeah, I got, a ton, I got a ton of homework here to go over. Um, Pick pick the one you're. Give me one thing. We'll we'll, end on, we'll each give one our one thing from your list of homework. What was the thing that you liked the most that you watched recently? Okay. Um. Well, two quick ones that I know you've seen. Uh, we showed the kids Weekend at Bernie's and Minute Work. Okay. Okay. <laughs> showed, you showed them some old school stuff. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. Because we were talking about them and they kind of fit together with the uh, bringing around a dead guy thing. Yeah. Those movies, they they're still funny. Yeah, they don't hold necessarily up. hold up. Oh, okay. There, there's a lot of cringe stuff in them, but <laughs> because no, that, that those old eighties comedies, the, the stuff yeah. they got away with back then doesn't really hold up now. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Um, but the one I want to, I'll bring up is um, I read Skull Digger and Skeleton Boy. It's part of the uh, yeah. Black Hammer universe. Yep. It's kind of his take on Batman. Ah, okay. So, um, Skull Digger is a vigilante. Um, he's known for his violence. He he will kill guys. Mm -hmm. He um, stops a mugging of a kid, but the parents are killed in the process of it. Uh, okay. And he kind mm -hmm. of adopts them as his ward. Okay. So definitely the Batman story. So, but it's just it was just one trade. Yeah, one trade. This Black Hammer universe that he's doing, he kind of jumps all over, doesn't he? He does. Because is it all going to come to one big like? 
He's branching out and eventually will come right back to the center here somehow. Uh, so when he does a side story like he did, uh, was it Captain Adronima and he did... Uh, the Frankenstein? Yep. Sherlock Frankenstein. Those yeah. always tie back to the main story. And this yeah. this one has two for the, the next... For uh, volume five. I haven't gotten mm-hmm. volume six yet. So I think it's going to tie in even more there. Is the series done? Still good, still ongoing. Okay. Yeah, I I have to get volume six still, and I have two hardcovers of uh, standalone stories that are written by other people. Okay. So like, there's a Patton Oswalt story. There's a Scott Scott Snyder story. So I'm looking forward to going in. Just I don't know if it's all the Black Hammer characters or if they create some of their own or what, but I'm looking forward to reading some of those. Okay. Yeah, no, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to reading it. I'm, I'm gonna have to borrow it from you whenever I get a chance yeah. to see you again. It's just uh, yeah, no, because I, <laughs> I need to get your one thing. I have one of yours to get back to you still. Um, it's the um, oh, what was his name? I don't remember the character name without looking at the book. Captain, it's almost like Captain Light, but I know it's not. Uh, like uh, Doctor Andronima, I think is what they changed the name no. to, but. Oh, they, oh, we changed. The, they changed his name in the book. Yeah, so okay. the original trades have one name, and the newer trades have a different. Because I don't know if he necessarily. I think he might have. They might have threatened him with legal action, because the character oh. is so much like Doctor Light. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. But um, okay. So out of my list of things here, that I will guess I will share. I, I know for a fact you have to watch this, uh, and if you haven't, I'm you're gonna watch it tomorrow. Uh, the Woodstock '99 documentary on uh, Netflix. I have not watched that one yet. I watched the one that HBO Max did. Oh, did you watched that one? Yes, I, maybe I need I, to maybe see Maybe I'll one. have to. Maybe I'll have to go watch the HBO one, and then I've now watched this uh, Netflix one. <sighs> it's glorious. It's so good, Jay. <laughs> this thing is so good. And I now that I've seen it, and after I get I, like I've heard you talk about how much you hate Fred Durst because of what he did there. Yeah. I hate Fred Durst for what he did. That was such a dick move. What he did, yes, he could have, he could have squashed the whole thing. He could have calmed that thing down very easily, very easily. He had that that crowd eating out of the palm of his hand, dude. Because you forget how big that band was at the time. Yeah, it's funny. That, that whole thing was a, that whole thing was a cluster. That whole yeah. concert was a or what a festival. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that though, because today I saw a meme. It was like it said when break something comes on the radio and it shows a guy traumatized with all this bad stuff going on in the background. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just. We were we were alive. (laughs) Yeah. We were were probably in ninety nine. I was 17, 18, I think. 17 years, I guess, at that point. And MTV, I remember MTV at the time. I, I, I don't know if I remember actually watching some of it. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. It's, it's very I, cloudy how much I remember from watching on TV because I know for a fact, I do remember the fact that the whole thing was on pay-per-view. I think they said that in the documentary. Yes. You had to buy a pay-per-view to watch the whole thing. I remember, watching, I remember watching MTV News and the Chili yeah. Peppers were on stage when the fire was going on and they broke yeah, into Jimi Hendrix uh, fire. Oh man, and and that kind of fueled things too. Yeah, just it 
It was so good. Such a great documentary. Right. It was just, just gross. The, the whole festival just made me go. It made it, it solidified why I was never that person that would be the guy to go to something like that. I just would never, never See, go to something like that. At that point, I would have because I really because I went to concerts all the time back then. That's yeah. Something, this that's is not a concert. That, this was no. this was two hundred thousand people. I think is what they said. Yeah, in one place. And that's just too many people for me in one place. I so, could not handle that. Did they touch on the guy that died there? The the HBO Max one did. He went with a, he went with a group of friends and they got separated. No, I don't and, think they talked about that at all. They, and they went they just looking about dehydration a lot. Yeah, dehydration, people getting hurt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they talked to one of the medics there, one of the paramedics there, and he's just like he wanted to quit on the spot. He was oh, yeah. like, I'm done with this career. I'm not doing this ever again. So, so this guy was there with his buddies, and he wanted to go see something that they didn't, so they separated, mm-hmm. and then they never saw him again. And they went looking for him, and there was a board where you could put put up messages like. Have you seen this person? Or we went back to the tent, meet us there. Yeah. This guy, I don't remember who he went to see, but he basically, oh God, he, uh, I think he overheated. He was dehydrated mm-hmm. and, and passed out in the crowd and died. Oh my God. And his friends had no <laughs> clue. Until, just walking on top of him. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, it was just, ugh. His friends had no clue until the festival was over and they found out. Oh my God! Imagine having to make that phone call to his parents. Yeah, Ugh. Ugh. awful, just awful. And, and I mean, was a mess. One of his friends was on there talking about it, and he was just getting choked up the whole time. Yeah. So yeah, it was crazy. Well, it was okay. Trying to bring back a little bit. It was a great lineup. <laughs> there was <laughs> those bands that were all there were great. Yeah, I'll say it. Total total nostalgia of old bands that we love, you know, music that we're, we're, we're used to. Because I think I'm getting to that age where if you tell me most artists nowadays, I will have no clue who anybody is anymore. As far as the more pop like pop music that goes, I don't think I don't think many bands I don't think there's many alternative bands anymore. <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. know if that genre is on its way out, but I think there's still know. quite a few. Okay, but uh, yeah, that was my favorite. I think that's my favorite thing I watched. I have quite a few things on here, but um, I think next week we'll just go through and run through everything we've done because I haven't watched a lot. But I think next week when the kids go back to school, I'm moving my office back down to the basement, so I'll have stuff (laughs) on in the background. Yeah, because I got I've got some things. Um, Can I give you one thing for sure? I won't talk about what to talk about next time. Uh, Most hated man on the internet. Oh, on Netflix. Most hated man on 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 the internet. docu-series you'll get through it pretty quick okay i'm right I'm, I'm on a i'm on a docu-series kick right now because i watched that i watched i just killed my dad which is on netflix and uh, untold i'm through the first part of untold it's the manti tail catfish yeah. story I, I figured that'd be up your alley i thought you were gonna watch Ooh, that one yeah sure. i'll check that one out too i haven't told i haven't, I haven't called your brother about it just yet but I'm figuring he'll watch. I'm, he's probably already watched her. I'm sure it's on his radar. Yeah, uh, to watch that one. Yeah, man, what a story. Oh, I'll get. To I don't. Those. This, cause I know about it. I didn't. I never knew about the full details of it because I stopped caring after a while. You know, yeah. this is one of those things where like you just feel bad because you have to remember at the time. You still, when you when you think how old we are now, you have to remember kids are half our age now that are that age. Like they're kids. Yeah. They're really all kids. You know. Yeah. He was or, or something. He happened what, like 20, 21 years old. Yeah, yeah, and what's funny is that like the sh- it turned it into a sh- 
MTV show. I don't think Catfish was an actual show at that time. Yeah. It was something that became a thing, yeah. you know? So, yeah, those, those are what's on my radar right now. Uh-huh. And I got a couple other fun things to share with you. But, yeah, I'll have some other stuff done. That so, way. yeah, by next week, I should have Sandman and Paper Girls done. I'm refusing to watch Paper Girls because I want to read it. Okay. Um, so I'm not going to watch that one. And Sandman, I don't know if that's my, it's just not my jam. I don't think, I don't think it's going to be for me. Yeah. Yeah. You can get into the Have you started it? I, I've watched uh, the first episode and a half today. And I'm hearing there's, is John Constantine supposed to be in the show, but they changed it to a woman. So they, they just did the gender switch on it. No, uh, John Constantine is in it, but they also do a lot of flashback stuff. And okay. his ancestor, Joanna Constantine was a big part that's- of the comic. Oh, she was okay. So he, oh, he has bloodlines of having the whole yep. mystics thing going on. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and Neil, I don't think Neil Gaiman created Constantine, but the Lucifer character is his okay. from the TV right. show. Oh, okay. And it's she's played well. This version of Lucifer is played by Gwendolyn Christie, who played okay. Brianna yeah. Tarth and yeah. Phasma. Yeah. So people yeah. were upset about that, but okay, I think she can pull it off. Okay, it's just I don't think it's for me. I, I'll I'll wait to hear what you have to say. To say yeah. Is it worth it? how many episodes is that thing going to be? If it's six, I'm in. If it's twelve, I'm out. I think I think it's ten. That's ten. typically what Netflix does. Ten ten hour episodes. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> what I like about these docu series is three episodes. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like about it. So I'll also have She Hawk done by next week, and maybe House of Dragons. Well, She Hawk won't be done by that point, right? Well, the the first episode. Okay, yeah, I'll have that. I'll because I, if I thought I saw some, I think we get Daredevil in the first episode. We, but I don't know. If I'm it's that. pretty sure we do. Because if it's, if he's in the first episode, I kind of have to watch it tomorrow. Yes, you do. <laughs> so we'll see. Right. We'll see if I do. So, all right, sir. Until next time, we'll, okay. we'll catch up next time on homework. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll see you. See you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. It's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. This week's song is Compromise by Ne'er Do Well.
trip to 